Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Coming up on this week's episode of Hip Hop Now podcast, Fat Joe thinks you are not in the moment if you're recording concerts. Future is mad at Drake for doing a joint album with 21 Savage, according to Nori. And my thoughts on Styles P's latest album, Penultimate, A Calm Wolf is Still a Wolf. Uh, Facts? Let's start the show. Welcome to Hip Hop Now Podcast. If you're from the future, you know what to do. Get your ass out of here. Don't disrespect the legend. Hip hop is here to stay. Let's get right into the business. What up, y'all? I am your host, Vegas, and this is Hip Hop Now Podcast, a podcast designed specifically to keep you caught up on all things hip hop, music, and culture that happen throughout the week. Big shout out to the supporters, the producers, the people that make this podcast happen every week. Over at patreon.com slash hip hop now. If you would like to find out what that's all about, well, follow the link in the description of this episode. Big shout out to hiphopdx.com, allhiphop.com, Ambrosia for Heads, the source magazine.com, and a couple of places where I'm getting some of these stories from. First and foremost, this is not one of the stories this week, but feel the need to mention it because people are going to say, why aren't you talking about it? But honestly, I'm just waiting to go and give you a review. And that's unconscious, conscious photos of hip hop right here in the tri-state area. If you've been on social media, you probably saw uh, videos and photos from the event uh, that included Nas and Nori and uh, who else was there? Dave East, Mayno, I know you don't care. Uh, <laughs> Jim Jones, uh, Nia Long. Yeah, that one's, it's, I mean, doesn't mean she's not a hip hop fan. J. Cole, where you at? You live here. What are you doing? Um, but a couple of people. Uh, the exhibit seems interesting. Obviously, it's hip hop exhibit. Seems pretty dope. It's almost like art. I'm definitely going to go and support at some point in time, just not right now because I'm not trying to be there with all the influencers because I don't like y'all. I'm just saying. I'm trying to wait till it die down. The real folk come around. 
the real people who can give you a review if you don't live in a tri-state area. One thing I saw that was pretty dope was like a wall uh, full of uh, mixtapes. Now, if you were around during the mixtape time, and I'm not talking about back when it was like bootleg CDs from the Africans. Um, um, well, that's what it was for us. I'm really not trying to be that guy. It, it was Africans, but I'm talking about the tapes, like you cassette tapes, like back there in my for the people who are watching. Um, you know what I'm saying? DJ Clue, you know, just everybody from back then. Ron G is pretty dope. So when I go, I'm going to take a lot of photos. I'm going to document, right? So follow me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and all that at Vegas Royal INC because I'm not just going to take pictures of the thing that everybody's probably going to take pictures of. I'm going to give you my review of it. You know why? It's 50 years of hip hop. That's why. So stay tuned. Now, let's get right to the business. Fat Joe thinks you are not in the moment if you're recording concerts. Now, I saw this video from Fat Joe on Instagram. Big shout out to HipHopDX.com that kind of put me onto it. The headline says, Fat Joe blasts phone-wielding fans for not being in the moment at concerts. Let's see if we can get a quote from Joe. Uh, this was on his Instagram. Well, let's see if we can get him talking. Let's let's get. We're gonna hear from Joe right now, live from Instagram. You can live in the moment, right? <clears throat> when you go to a show, right, and you pull it out the camera and you filming everything, you're not really in the moment. You're recording what's going on. You're not enjoying it. If you know how to live in the moment, Happy Birthday Mafia. Um, Tito Mafia, y'all did it big in Santo Domingo. I saw y'all. All right, that, that's a, come on, come on, Joe. You got to stay on target. So you essentially got what the whole situation was. Uh, but he went on to say, and I quote: "Put some fire signs if you understand what I'm saying. If you don't, then you uh, then you lost because this social media got n words lost." I agree with Joe. I, I agree with him. Now, I'm not going to act like I'm not a person who want who doesn't want to capture a moment I'm glad to be at, right? And, you know, I'm glad to be a Fat Joe concert. He doing my favorite song. I want to get a picture or I want to get some of it on video to let the people who follow me know that he rocking. But that's not who you're talking about, right? Those people tip, typically put their phone away or never pull it out and pause uh or not pause uh but you know what i'm saying they never um get to a point where they're filming the entire show but i agree with fat joe because i think it's a product of the times right it's something that people do not saying i'm a fan of it it's just something that people do nowadays uh but also i think it's a product of the music of the time. Hear me out. I'm not trying to draw any lines between old heads and young cats. I'm just saying. I think the lyrics today tend to be so throwaway bars that 
you don't really have to focus to take in the show. You get what I'm saying? You really just don't have to. Uh, but that's not the reason, right? That's just a jab at those who don't make great music, uh, artistically speaking, I'm saying, right? Just being emotional on a track doesn't make you great, right? People like Sade told stories. It sounded emotional, but she told stories, real stories, right? Beginning, middle, and end stories. Not the same thing. But I think what is happening, honestly, is the fact that people do this all the time. It's just not concerts, man. Like they, they can be sitting down for dinner on a first date. They're going to take a picture of the food. They You might have to get a selfie in. Um, they might even live stream, right? We've seen it at sporting events. We've seen it everywhere, right? For every occasion, people are recording. People are going live. For example, I'm watching the NFL playoffs, right? Uh, Buffalo just lost. The opposing team is on the field. They get off the field after celebrating. One dude is still on the field. It was freezing in Buffalo. His nose is red. His cheeks are red. And he's happy, obviously, because he won't get off the field. But he's live streaming the whole time. And I just wonder sometimes about that, right? Like, maybe it's dope to get that kind of look into uh, a post game of the NFL playoffs, right? Because back in the days, you got whatever was shown on TV. But now you can follow your favorite player or a, a player that's active on social media, and he live on the field like, yo, we just won. So, Joe, you're just going to have to learn that it's not exactly disrespectful, even though in the grand scheme of artistry and the music that's created, and let's not pretend like Fat Joe's really creating some true art that you got to put your phone down and uh, <laughs> pay attention to, and that's not a diss. It's just to say that the people pay their money to be there. They definitely are interested. They're not disinterested. They are in the moment, but the moment today is not to give you their undivided uh, attention, right? Uh, Undivided, undivided, whatever. It's for them to let the world know that they're at Fat Joe's concert, and that's what you need to pay attention to. So what should you do? Play into it, right? Play into it. You know, it may be annoying to look at a bunch of people like, yo, yo, Joe. Do things, say things, freestyle. Go to somebody who got their live going on the phone and rap right to their little audience. Something. Make an arrangement with Instagram and everybody beforehand. Whatever it may be. Because at the end of the day, it's just the world we live in. It has its social media has its benefits. People live streaming your show and it trending has its benefits in a very big way. It it furthers your legend. But I get what Joe's saying. He come from a time where it was eye-to-eye contact. People rapped their lyrics, you know, and you rapped and they rapped and you you were in the you was in the zone. It's the same. They just sharing it with their you know network. So um the only thing I would agree with him with is if my homie went to the concert, 
and I couldn't go, but he's filming the whole damn thing right from the front row. Bars. I might be cool with that. (laughs) And I didn't pay. But Joe might not be cool with that. So it is what it is. Uh, Future is mad at Drake for doing a joint album with 21 Savage, according to Nori. Now, Nori, uh, what 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 did he do? Nori was was his drink champs. Let's let's just go real quick. Nori was on a Breakfast Club, right? Guest hosting because you know Angela Yee is gone. Uh, she has a new show. She's not gone from Earth or nothing like that. So Nori's on the show, and. Nori said, I heard there's a big rumor that Future is not too happy with this Drake and 21 Savage album, and it makes Drake and Future's album, What a Time to Be Alive, not as important, I would say. That's a part of the rumor report. Number one, he's admitting that he heard a rumor. So it doesn't mean it's true. But you can kind of see it being true. But let's talk about what it is. I'm going to just give a disclaimer. I am a Drake fan. Yes, I'm a Drake fan. I have multiple albums of his. I will say I'm probably a bigger fan of his when he's not doing hip hop. Doesn't mean I don't like his hip hop. It's just that I'm just a bigger fan of when he tends to sing and makes, you know, his emotional records. I just like it. Sounds good. (laughs) Can't front. I'm not the biggest Future fan, if at all. I had the songs I like. When Mask Off was out, I was listening to it every day. It was just so catchy. The beat was just so dope. It was just a dope vibe of a song. When him and Drake did they joint album, I was like, let me hear this joint. Let me see. I hear, you know, kids are going crazy. Let me hear this joint. Big Rings. I was like, yo, I kind of like this joint. I was annoyed by Jumpman, but then I started to like it. And I was like, you know what? I kind of like when Drake collabs with Future. They got a chemistry there that kind of works for, for the fun part of me. They do call me Vegas. So I'm a Drake fan. I'm like a sometimey Future fan. But not really. I don't like 21 Savage at all. He is terrible. I think he is terrible. Now, I get there's some people from my age on up that like him. And I try to figure out, well, why? Like, what, what is he doing? I think they like him and, and what he has to say. And I could dig that, right? Because... Ghostface says some funny things. You kind of get his point of view and you might agree like, yo, I'm kind of like Ghostface. He think the way I think. So maybe it's that. But we talking about hip hop as a rapper, execution, voice, bars. That man is not good. There hasn't been a moment where I was like, oh, I like that joint. I've never liked him, right? Didn't hate him. Just didn't do anything for me. So when I heard his uh, album with Drake, Her Loss, and I was surprised that it wasn't as 
bad as I expected, but I think that's because of Drake, because the little doses of 21 Savage worked for me. I didn't really want to hear much from him. And it was more Drake on that album than anything, because essentially it was a Drake album featuring 21 Savage, right? Like Ray featuring Ghostface. So I when I heard rumors of a Drake and Future, you know, collab album again, I was kind of anticipating it because I like the first joint they did, right? What is it? What a time to be alive. Um I liked it. So I was like, look, if they could give us more joints like that, you know, don't give us 20 something songs. Give us 10, eight. Give us one of them short joints that Drake likes to do. You know, the four or five joints on there. Give us that. I'm I'm anticipating it. I might like it in advance just because I like them as a parent. But him doing this album with 21 Savage, I guess, and people do like it. So there's some success there. Um, I think if this is true, it kind of gets in the way of the momentum and the anticipation of him teaming up with uh, Future. Because Drake teaming up with somebody is a, a big deal. And he's really only done it, to me, in a big way with Future. To me, where it works with Future. And it makes it seem like it, you know, I have I'm the only one saying I don't like him teaming up with 21 Savage, but a lot of people do. And and not all, but a lot of people do. If this is true, if Nori's rumor that he heard is true, um, I don't think Future has anything to worry about because honestly, people have already forgotten about that album for the most part. And if you tell me Drake and Future have a project coming out, say midsummer or even August, I think people will still be excited. I, I mean, and I'm not saying in general. I know my audience. My audience is like, I don't listen to any of them, right? Uh, but it's still it's still interesting from a um, politics and industry standpoint uh, because if. Future is truly mad, maybe it has a, more to do with the fact that why would Drake do another collab album right after this one? So maybe it pushes back the timetable for them to, to put something out. And that's what's probably most disappointing as a person like myself who kind of dug it. So to that I say, hey, do another song together, the end. So we'll see what it is. And lastly, so if you don't know, if you're a Locks fan, if you became a Locks fan when you saw the verses, became a born again Locks fan when you saw the verses, you know that there are three members in that group. It's not just Jadakiss. They're all nice. But I said recently on a podcast that I was featured on uh, called Apartment 5B, shout out to Kill, uh, that I felt like Styles P was a great MC with a great solo catalog where his group and his back and forth partnership with Jada Kiss sort of overshines his greatness. Styles P has the best solo catalog out of the locks, hands down. 
right? You may love Kiss the Game Goodbye and may feel like Styles doesn't have an album to match that. And maybe he doesn't. But Kiss only has that. (laughs) His second album is probably a close second. And then after that, it kind of dips big time and is mostly about a couple of mixtapes, the Kiss My Ass mixtapes. But Styles P, on the other hand, has consistently put out pretty dope albums since the early 2000s, for sure. He's also put out some dope mixtapes, even classic if you want to go there, right? Um, he's he's done a lot, like the Green Lantern and Styles P, find that one, dope. Um, he's even put out collaborative albums with MCs other than the locks, like Talib Kweli, which it doesn't even sound right, but it's crazy. Like the album he did with Havoc not that long ago. Crazy. Better than you, better than I could have imagined, to be honest. And he did a collaboration with Dave East, which was also dope. So again, when you look at Styles P's catalog, it's pretty stellar for a dude who people don't really think of him outside of the group's locks or him being on a song together with uh, Jadakiss. So he did announce uh, in recent weeks or months or whatever that he was going to be retiring from rap. And I think he said he had like two more albums he wanted to put out. Well, one of them is out now and it's called Penultimate, right? A Calm Wolf is Still a Wolf. So my thoughts on this album. Now, again, when I do these, they're not really a review. Reviews require their own separate episode, but they're just my thoughts about what I heard initially, what I like, my dislikes. I'm not going to hold you. I think it's good. I think it's another good album. But it's not as good as I kind of anticipated. Let me explain. So when I do these, you know, check out the album things, I like to listen to a new album in the gym, right? I go to the gym in the early morning. Um, It's easy for me to focus on what's new because I don't know what's coming up, right, in the music. So I kind of just work out and listen. And in my thoughts, I'm kind of listening for what I like. Right. Production, lyrics, you know, concepts, um, concepts as as an album, as a whole. Right. And with this album in particular, I think it's really slow to impress in the first couple of songs. It feels like it's not going to be that good of an album now, not because of Styles P. Styles P is Styles P on here. It's because of the production. To me, the production is different than what you know him to rap over uh but he's not different so in some parents it doesn't really mesh right because he's still the styles p you know over this beat that sounds like he needs to be focused on something in particular and in a lot of cases don't get me wrong he is speaking to different subject matter uh but in those couple of songs in the very beginning it feels hit or miss with certain records and I start to feel like I don't think this is going to be good because 
I'm not feeling this production so far. Mm-mm, not at all. And then all of a sudden, it's like somebody heard me say that. And the rest of the album is not only the style, Styles P you know, but the beats improve dramatically. They just, it's like they hit a switch and it just changes to what Styles P should be rapping over. Hardcore boom bap beats that match his hardcore rhymes. So I feel like this album, Penultimate, um, which is like the setup before the final, right? It's sort of like if you watch Game of Thrones or whatever and everybody knows that second to last episode, the penultimate episode, is always uh, greater than the finale, right? Or, or just something big happening. I don't feel that's the case with this. I feel like maybe his final album is going to be the big album for him, you know, the big swan song. This kind of feels like, you know, I had some music, um, I kind of want to end to have enough to put something out before, which I think is smart before his last album. Because when you think about it, 50 years of hip hop, Styles doesn't want to, you know, retire from rap at the very beginning of the year and have people forget about it by the end of the year. Because it happens all the time. When we're talking about best albums of the year, sometimes you get a great album at the beginning of the year and totally forget about it by the time you hit December or whatever. So maybe his album is going to come out, his final album is going to come out somewhere in the summer. I'm inclined to think that there are a lot of well-known MCs, including Jay-Z, who are going to take advantage of 50 years of hip-hop. I think we're going to get some huge releases that we don't even know are coming out at this point in time. And I think every rapper is going to try to take advantage of that and release something, something to celebrate uh, some section of hip hop. So maybe we get the only bill for Cuban links, the purple tape documentary with part three. Really hope that happens. Uh, Maybe we get Supreme clientele too, you know, Maybe we get a Jay-Z album. Maybe we get the Primo and Nas album. You know, maybe we get somebody, the Dr. Dre album. But maybe Styles P decides that, okay, you know, this is it. Everybody's, you know, the the 50 years of hip hop is, is bubbling to the top. It's time for me to release my swan song. Because at the end of the day, if this is going to be his last album that he releases, um, you kind of want to take in the love from the fans and your colleagues from uh, uh, around everywhere. You don't want that to happen at the beginning of the year. We forgot you retired. Um, so I feel like this Pen Ultimate album, if you're a Styles P fan, um, you're going to like it. Styles is Styles, right? There's nothing whack about his bars at all. Um, but I think if you've heard a lot of his albums, it may be a little hit or miss like it was for me in the very beginning, but the Styles P that you're looking for is on the majority of the tracks and the beats you're looking for are on the majority of the tracks. Do I think it's one of the best of 2023? Not really. Um, I think he'll probably release that uh, with his final album. So check it out. 
That's going to do it for me. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok at Vegas World INC. And please know that this podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. All you have to do is search for the words Hip Hop Now Podcast, hit the subscribe button, like, you know, uh, comment, all of that. But most importantly, share it with people you know enjoy this kind of content. Until next time, y'all, I am not a critic, I'm a fan. Peace.